We are here because we are dedicated to helping the entire CrossFit community. Determined to elevate coaches, box owners, athletes, and everything in between, we believe that this mission will begin right here, right now. While this time and this goal begins with you, our hope is that you take this fire ignited within you and weave it into your own life with the same unrelenting passion to give those you have the privilege of coming in contact with the best hour of their day. We live? You know we're never live, right? Not like not once are we live. We are recording now. We are recording, which is very different than live. Truth. And what's unique about this is we are recording in the same room for first time. Not the first. All three of us. Oh yeah. We, uh, on that note, I know a lot of the listeners were concerned. Let's talk about it. And curious. Let's talk about it. Who, do you want to break the news for him? Katie has legs every day. <laughs> Katie has legs. I do. Katie, I do. you sneaky girl. Thank you, you guys so much for funding it. Um, I got them right before the trip, so. <laughs> <laughs> the other thing you might be wondering is, are they longer than Jay's legs? And the answer is by many, many, many inches. But what is also coming out is that people are surprised at how short you are compared not, to me. <laughs> I'm not short. I'm not short. He says on your CrossFit Games profile that you're under six feet tall. You shrink as you get older. <laughs> well, a couple things. No one is surprised by how short I am. No, that's true. And Katie's legs are actually longer than my entire body. Head to toe. You are, you are tall. Yes. And furnace, I think average. I am of average stature. Yeah, Which I'm you? tall for a girl. I am. How tall are you? Five seven. Yeah. yeah. She's a solid. Yeah. So can we talk about this for a second? So <laughs> we're we're in this Airbnb, and there's a bookshelf right next to the kitchen, and Marcus was in here yesterday, and he was like, "I had this weird feeling that that is a secret door," <laughs> and. It is a secret door because there's a dog barking behind that door. Uh, now, we are not sure if those people are in captivity. If there is I'm, some crazy, if somebody else is wearing somebody else's face down there, we have no idea what's happening. I'm but I'm pretty sure if we yell down there, it puts the lotion on its skin, then <laughs> that person would have a night tremors. Also, excuse the slow speech by all of us today. Fern has kept us out <laughs> extremely late, multiple nights. Fern just took a eight hour nap while that's, Katie and I- That's definitely not true. I'm surprised you knew that reference, Katie, Silence of the Lambs. Yeah, I've seen that movie. But you have never seen an 80s movie other than that. I've seen, I've seen 80s movies. You, you weren't aware of a few of them that we referenced. Which ones? I have to think back, but well, on that note, on that note, before we get into the topic at hand, I got us out of the escape room <laughs> single-handedly. It was, it was absolute group effort. I think everybody had a. We we did some team building this weekend. We did we did we did an escape room, and we did uh, indoor skydiving. Which, for the record, Jay is fucking terrible at. Yeah, just I'm, watching you bounce around in that tunnel, just just. Like, it was like watching a piece of trash flail around in the wind, I'm totally which is which is an appropriate reference. So if you suck at skydiving, particularly in the military, they call you sky trash. 
That's what I. That's you. Yeah, you're sky trash. I've told you guys multiple times I'm not athletic, and I proved that to you all yesterday. Don't let my oh. performance on Annie. I will. Uh, I will let everybody. So anybody that has ever been into skydiving, so they go through all the positions. They say, and then what we're going to do is we're going to guide you to the door. You're supposed to grab the door frame and then pull yourself out of the door. Um, Jay forgot that. So as the guy's trying to shove him out the door, Jay's just you know, pretending like he's still flying. So his head and his hands are out the door and the rest of his body and the guy's just trying to push him in. And I'm just looking at him saying, grab the fucking door and get out. Like, what are you doing? Forgot slash didn't pay attention. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Also, when you go into the tunnel, all you have to do is fall in. Jay jumped. (laughs) Every time. I jumped and smashed the guy in his helmet. Luckily, he was wearing a helmet because I would have concussed him. And I was, I was like, I'm sorry, dude. Like, I don't know why that. I, and I just basically sunk down to the net. Our instructor was a crossfitter. I figured that out. He was wearing nano. What were those fours or sixes? Those were fours, I believe. They weren't sixes. He was impressed on my 270 for 11 deadlifts. I think he was only impressed because I don't he, think he was impressed yeah, at all. I was yeah, small because yeah. he immediately said, "Well, what do you weigh?" Which right. is quantifying the fact that I. <laughs> Deadlift do seven. Yeah. And I tried to get him to go to right, but he didn't want to have it. Lives over there. It's all right. One day. But the he'll come around. The GM is a former member of yours. Correct. Yeah. He had a gun. He did have a gun. He had a gun right out. <laughs> <laughs> I was surprised I didn't give you more anxiety. No, Virginia's I- an open carry state, and I don't I don't know what he had. He might have had some stuff going on today, or that just might just be the way that he he struck me as somebody that always has a gun. Probably. Uh, do I strike you someone who always has a gun? You conceal it better than he does. Well, that wasn't trying to conceal yeah, it. No, just no. wearing it on his hip. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, no, it was just straight out. You don't strike me as someone that would wear a gun like that. Uh, it depends on... I would absolutely wear a gun like that. No, if, I don't if my job was for deterrence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's... He doesn't, he's not wearing that for, he's not a kid's skydiving. He doesn't need to be wearing The ocean front is a little weird down there. Yeah, it's, they have shootings every night down there. Okay, I can see that, but whether or not you need a gun. Well, if they're shooting every night, what would you like to have in replace of a gun? All I need are these two fists for him. Okay, well, I've got my gun, so we can play this out and see who wins. I will just choke somebody out. So... The other thing we've done that was team building is we got to see CrossFit Right for the first time. Yeah. I went yesterday, did some deadlifting, and then we went back today and we've talked about it with RX Mark here. Fern did flight bring simulator. That, bring that a little closer to your face. Yeah. He's always telling me what to do. Yeah. Fern did flight simulator. I did Annie. We're, we're not telling our scores, right? Not time yet. Yep. No. Because there's a contest. What's the contest? It's uh, who can guess each of your times gets a prize. So there's two prizes. If you guess Burns time for Fight Simulator, yours for Annie, or the closest person, the closest time they guess. Is it without going over? It's just the time that's closest. So they can be over, but within a second, and they beat someone that was under two seconds away. You make the call right now, Katie. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah, whichever is, yeah. It's unusual. Close. <laughs> and wrong, but it's fine. <laughs> closer is closer. Yeah. The closest but it's, time. It's almost always without going over. 
and how many how often do you do these bets it's price is right it's standard price is right protocol well now that we've all established that we're doing price is right that makes sense but we did not establish that prior to because well, katie hasn't heard of price is right because she has knows nothing from the 80s i've heard of it Just never oh yeah what was the host's name not the new one drew carey the original um i don't think it was the original but i i see his face bob barker yeah what does he always end Oh, we have to talk about this actually. What does he end with? Do you know? No. Have your pets spayed and neutered. Always. Katie is an absolute freak when it comes to dogs. <laughs> <laughs> she I am. She saved a little dog in the from the people under the stairs. Oh right? yeah. So the, the people under the stairs, the dog got loose. Katie found the dog. Uh-huh. And then you also went crazy at the beer garden over those three dogs. I didn't dogs. go crazy. I was asked to pet them. Okay, that's weird. <laughs> and then today at Rife, that scary-looking Doberman. Oh, she was so sweet. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's Liz's dog. Yeah, yeah. But the Dobermans are scary-looking. They can be intimidating, but that, she was very sweet. We should clarify that because everybody be like, I thought this motherfucker said no dogs at the gym. Who said that? Oh, I've said that many times. Yeah, but the dog was outside. He was outside. Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yes, there was no dogs inside the gym, but but it is it is worth noting, Katie's crazy. I talk about dogs. <laughs> no, you are one of those people. Like you get genuinely happy and excited. I see it. Yes. You also get white girl wasted. I do not. After a drink and a half, it was official. Like there was a very, it was a notable moment when your eyes turned completely red and heavy. <laughs> Because the sugary drinks get you because they taste so good and then you drink them too fast. You also love scallops. Yeah. But you don't finish your dinner. I think that weirds you out more than other people. I, I, I think we, we talked about it. I had food issues mm-hmm. and I, I don't feel full when eating out. Like I would never not finish, but two nights in a row you didn't finish your dinner. I had to finish your shrimp last night. And had I known <laughs> you weren't going to finish your scallops the night before, I would have ate those. Okay. So, Ate or eaten. Oh, okay. oh, it's oat, isn't it? <laughs> uh, and by the way, I just want to say I don't like anyone in your family. Cool. Yeah. Um, first, Lou, I don't like, but also your sister now. Yeah. Libby, yeah. Libby, I don't like her. She called you itty bitty. Yeah. She, <laughs> she called me itty bitty. So Lou and what was it? Libby. Libby. Defriended uh, slash... Canceled. Canceled. I would like to cancel. Canceled. I would like to cancel Lou. Actually, uh, hashtag cancel Lou. Okay. Cool. Okay, so hashtag. <laughs> Get it trending. Hashtag cancel Lou and um, Libby. Um, the jury's still out. Okay. The jury's still out. Jury's still out. Let me. So we we go to CrossFit Rife. Yes, I did. Looked at two seventy by eleven. Um, and <laughs> today I did some pressing. Then we hit the workout. But Katie gets there. What'd you say? I said it was about how, yeah, I thought it was the coolest gym I'd ever been in. And you told me that I need to go to more gyms. <laughs> <laughs> but then later on, you said it was nice. Yes, it's nice. And I, you corrected me. I corrected you. It's, it's, <laughs> cross the right is not nice. It's, there's, there's, a there, there's a lot of, uh, your daughter is really going to be screwed up. I'm watching your parenting <laughs> skills right now. and They're not good. With Katie? With Katie? Yeah. You just scolded her for not yeah, finishing for not your finishing dinner. Yeah, for not finishing my dinner. <laughs> Is that bad? It's not good. Yeah, yeah. That's well, probably why you have an eating issue. Well, I told you. I can leave my, my food. Well, I told you, and just to give the listeners a little bit of my psyche, when I was younger, 
And as soon as dinner was ready, uh, before even eating anything, I would say, is there extra? Especially when it was ravioli. Like, especially food, I'm like, but we'll find out because we're going to have dinner at the Fern's house tonight. Okay. So they're making salmon for me because I'm trying to be heart healthy. He's worried about his cholesterol. <laughs> I'm worried about my cholesterol. And it's going down. And I have low T officially. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which, which, which most people just heard that statement are like, of course you do. Of course you do. Of course you have low T. I can't Nobody was like, yeah, that's a high testosterone male right there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm wondering, could I have been a division one basketball player if I had normal testosterone? Maybe. Would that make you taller? Potentially. It's not going to make you shorter. Five, five, <laughs> five, six. So. Spud, what was five, seven? Moti Bugs was five ten. Was five two. Yeah, I used to. Those were my two dudes when I was growing up. They could dunk too. Uh, Spudweb could. I don't. Muggsy Bugs could not dunk. He could not dunk. So there's a chance I'm going to be dunking a basketball soon if I if I increase my testosterone. <laughs> if you get on that TRT. TRT. Continue on this trajectory upward. Is any if ever if any listeners are on TRT, I do want to know. I would like to hear the pros and cons of it. So, Rob Rife. You say it's cool, you say it's nice. And I said something like, no, it's not, but it's unique and it has tremendous culture. And as soon as I walked in, and by the way, we're gonna have a video tour of it available on our YouTube channel. For those of you that don't go to our YouTube channel, you should. We put up what, full episodes in person. We put up clips of every episode, smaller clips and we're going to start putting up even more in the near future. So check that out. But we're going to have a full tour of CrossFit Rife. There's some epic shit coming by the end of the year Dude, for the YouTube channel. This weekend, yeah. If you like this show and you like what we do. I'm about to blow your mind. We are, just, we are going to blow <laughs> your mind. Your mind. So I, I, I was there the day before. You weren't there. And I immediately noticed what you noticed. And I was really impressed by it. So, so let's talk about some of the things that you do really well, Fern. Well, first, I clarify what you mean by not nice. I, I, I put it like this. It's got the original CrossFit feel. If you do ab mat sit-ups like I did today, you're standing up with dirt and chalk on your back. Not like excessive dirt. It's not a dirty gym. Don't get me wrong. But it's not your shiny, bougie, boutique-style gym. And not that there's anything wrong with that. We went to Barnes Corner as an example. Uh, Oak City was right. an example. Great gyms. My last box, and even my second to some extent, was a much cleaner feel. But I think as we've aged and as CrossFit moves further from that. Were you covered in stuff when you got up? I don't know. No, I don't think it was. It's not dirty. I wasn't trying to imply yeah, yeah. It, it did actually, I would, I would actually be very critical of it. It was dirty, but that's, that's always what it looks like after Saturday classes. No, I mean, yeah. And, and by the way, we came in after two Saturday classes that were pretty full. Yeah. I think they were both 20 classes. Yeah. And, and rope climbs were in it. So there's right. probably there's some shit everywhere. shedding yeah. on the ground. No, no. I, it, it wasn't dirty. It just, I would say it doesn't look clean. It's not, a warehouse. I mean, yeah. we've talked about this before. There's, there's only so, I mean, there actually, there are other things you can do. And I, do, I talked to Marks about that on Saturday that I do plan on doing, but there's, you get into a weird scenario where like, ah, the ROI on doing some of that stuff is starts to become. I wouldn't change anything. I mean, you'd have to change things like truly replacing a rig or at least repainting the metal on a rig, painting the oh, walls. I would leave that. I would, yeah. Paint the walls, paint the ceilings would be what I would do. 
Would you go like matte black on the ceilings? No, there's a, I would actually prefer, there's a color that I found. So there's a, there's a chain, it's a restaurant chain, but it's for breakfast. I think it's called uh, Last Watch. Something. Yeah, First Watch. First Watch, yeah, yeah sorry. First Watch. And um, at least in their restaurants here, the ceiling color is basically like, it's it's not a charcoal gray, like it's like a couple shades lighter than a charcoal gray and it's flat. But oddly enough, what it, it is the exact color of like dust and cobwebs. So it would mask it. It would mask it, yeah. That's probably why they do it. By the way, Katie did finish her breakfast off of toast. Yeah. Yes, thank you for noticing. Sunny side. Thanks, Dad. Sunny, <laughs> sunny side egg on top of there. Um, so, anyway, go ahead. So, no, 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 I think as soon as I walked in, like it reminded me of that old school feel. And I think we're moving away from that in the crossword world and it's hopefully never gonna, there's always gonna be the old guard like you doing that or else I, I, I do feel we're going to lose that culture and CrossFit one day. Well, I think what you said was, was accurate. And I think it's probably the most succinct way to say it was, you know, cause it is nice. We have a lot of things there. Right. And it's the, the flow is unique in the gym as well. It's very, what was it by the way, before a gym? Oh, I believe uh, in the, in units one and two, I think it was like a, in units three and four, there was a church. And then in units one and two, I believe it was, Many years ago, probably more than 10, there was like an auto mechanic shop or something in there. Auto mechanic shops always make a good CrossFit for some reason. That, that would be my dream if I were to do a new gym. The auto mechanic shop that has the glass windows so you can open up those bay doors. Right. That'd be sweet. But oh yeah, no, I was telling Roz about it and I was like, I don't know what it was, but there's like lots of little alcoves almost, mm -hmm. like little secondary rooms. You got the main... What is there? One main room, then a, like a kids area with the foldable rig. Yep. Then the recovery area, mm -hmm. the Lounge. weightlifting area, yep. the main area, and then basically and then two lobby, lobby yeah. two lobbies. Two, yeah. yeah. You have your own office. And then the sauna room. Well, yeah. Then you still that. Yeah, there's like so many little. What's interesting? It sounds like a lot, but if you, you can. Which is in which is one of the way kind of the way we designed it. If I stand on one wall, so if I go all the way into unit four and stand on that wall, which I can unit four. where the lounge is. Okay. And I stand on that black wall where the American flag is. Yeah. You can see all the way across. Yeah, you can see the rig. You can see the rig all the way across yeah. over there. And so while it is while it is uh, kind of like segregated a little bit, like the room, stuff like that, it's not they're not secluded. Yeah, no, no, they're all open spaces. Right. No, I don't think there's any doors other than that. No, no, you can shut them all, actually. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. And then your your do your office, multiple changing rooms, mm -hmm. multiple bathrooms, and and again, it's the little things. I said to Fern, "What do you think my favorite thing here is?" And it was the squatty potty. Like little, and I know that's funny, but like you buy like a twenty dollars squatty potty, it shows your members, hey, I care about. When you poop your colon yeah and i know it's funny but it's like it's just a little small touch yeah we have those we have bidets in all the bathrooms too. oh yeah and then, i didn't even i didn't poop in your box yeah thank you for that yeah. <laughs> yeah. i pooped in, in your living but anyway where i was going with that is that you described it like it has a vibe yeah vibe. and i said that's exactly what the vision was is that it has a vibe and it's got like a chill it, it's if you wanted to think of like hey if you were to give a gym like a, a musical genre the gym has like a uh, like a jazz funk vibe to it. Is that what you would have said? I think so. I would have said Pearl Jam. Oh, uh, you yeah, you could, maybe oh, a little bit of that. Of yeah, maybe a little bit of that too. I think the only two boxes I've ever seen with equal vibe 
and then, not that there aren't more, but that I've actually been to multiple times is David Osorio's CrossFit South Brooklyn, who's been on the show, and Danny Soul's CrossFit Soul, mm-hmm. um, who's also been on the show. And and I think ultimately for both of those, what they do well, and I'm assuming it's the same as you, we'll, we'll ask you a few more questions, but it's them. Like Danny, CrossFit Soul is what his living room probably looks like. Right. And David's South Brooklyn, like, if you look at the box, you're like, this is David. Like, he has similar tattoos on his body. Mm-hmm. He has, I've seen similar art in his house. Like, it, it's it's an extension of who they are. Well, we, that's the beauty of an affiliate. Right. Right, as it can be. And I would argue that it is, I've always had that vision for the gym. Like, when I, I had the, the gym is what I wanted it to look like 10 years ago. Do you think if you would have opened it now, you would have been pressured into making more of a, boutique style maybe not size but probably because you you don't know any better do you think if you would have opened now as it stands with that culture you'd still have the membership you have what do you mean in other words this day and age because we are losing that culture i don't say we're losing it but it's slowly evaporating if somebody shows up at CrossFit Rifle, this is like a little dungeon type of gym. Or, or, or do you think they show up and like, I'm expecting a clean, shiny gym because other CrossFits are like that as well? Um, well, number one, when people come in, the gym is not the first place they go. They go to other CrossFits in the area? Typically? They might, but when they come into my gym, they do not go into the gym first. Where actually, I was thinking about that because we walked in through the big open doors, but when you come in where like the apparel is, is that the actual natural? So they come impression? in the lobby. Yeah. So they come in the lobby and they into the, um, into like the retail space and first place they go is to the office and they sit down in there. And your office is very nice. It's mm-hmm. got the wood paneling. It's got a nice metal, you know, that's where you, if you watch our videos, I yeah, usually prefer it typically is. So but they probably see the gym floor before signing up for your onboarding. I know they see the gym floor because I send them a virtual tour of the gym prior to them showing up. And you've never had, have you, in all your years there, has anyone ever said, hey, this is like a dungeon? And I don't mean that in a negative way, but I'm saying. Sounds super negative. No, I just mean, it's, <laughs> you know, I think that. You're making it sound like a real dump. It's not a dump. It's not a dump. <laughs> But CrossFit changed what gyms can and should look like. It's it's not a retail space. It's not, it can't it couldn't be. Don't get me wrong. I could. There's some things I could do there that would be, would have significant impact. If you were to rip out all that flooring and put a rollout floor, that would that would make a big difference. If you yeah, if you were to give a fresh coat of paint and paint the ceilings, that would give that would make a significant impact, and it would it would look bigger. That's what that rollout flooring actually does. Well, it actually makes the space bigger because it's thinner, right? But it does for some. Well, it's thinner than stall mats. What are you talking about? The square footage is the square footage. The the height. Of oh, that you're talking about the the quarter of an inch difference. Eight. That makes the space bigger. Hey guys, we no, don't worry about jumping too high now. You guys, you guys are gonna be good. I don't want to take the easy jump, but no, but matters, you know? right. <laughs> <laughs> Lay up the uh, no, but there's if so something to think about, which is there there there's things in a in a in any space that create distractions. Right. So lines is one. So if you have, if you have lines on the floor, 
those are distractions. And whether you realize it or not, it changes the perception with regard to depth. But if it's a smooth floor that goes all the way out, it looks bigger yeah, because exactly. of how that works. And same thing on the ceiling. If it's busy and stuff like that, it looks like the ceiling is coming down or is a little bit tighter. Where if you don't really notice that, the, the ceilings could be 15 feet high and look 20 feet high. Um, but the, the the vibe was always the, what I really wanted, which is like, you know, it, it, it's inside is simple, right? So we used to have, we used to have this standard, like busy, you know, banners and all that garbage everywhere. And then several years ago, we painted it. It, it does need a fresh coat of paint. Like it yeah. is. Yeah. And that's just going to spruce it up a little bit. If I were to open another box, one of the places I would splurge is the flooring. Right. I, I, I had the nice rollout speckled flooring at, at CrossFit Soul Shine and it's just it's cleaner it's easier it's easier to clean it's easier to clean it, it looks prettier and I, I, you're right it install is a nightmare though but oh, I paid someone they right. you end up paying double double easily well it's actually probably more than double and so one of the reasons I haven't done that is because it, well, as big space, as that place is yeah, yeah I mean you're talking about minimum of 10,000 square uh, yeah so no, it's probably 70 it's probably 7,500 square feet of open floor space like usable gym floor space which for that kind of stuff you're gonna you probably spend you probably spend close to twenty thousand dollars for oh yeah or maybe higher than that to get all of the roll up floor and have it installed because i'm not installing that shit you have to have it installed because there's too many cuts you have yeah. to go around the rig you yeah. have to do all that i mean i think we have three thousand square feet at soul shine i think we paid about three plus three for installation exactly and that was a legit square right um so, but, you know, I think we need to expand on it. It's not just the look, but it's the little things as well. You know, for example, the bidet and squatty body are really cool. But in your lobby area, you have a games plate with all of your judges coins. You have a level one shirt, a level two shirt, and will look to be the shirt you got at your level one. Correct. Because I had the same one back in the day. You have, uh, there was a little case of Marston, mm -hmm. which is, I believe, the hero workout from 31 Heroes. Yep. No, um, that was just, he died in a training accident. And you, why do you have that there? He was, he was a member and a friend of mine. Oh, was he really? I wrote that workout. Is that Jason? Was his first No, name? Blake. Well, technically William, but nobody knew him as William. As I mean, we, okay, you've spoken about that before. You had a piece of wood that one of your members made. You have recliners with the CFR logos on them. Of course, the Norma Tech boots, which I hijacked and brought back to this Airbnb, Airbnb to use tonight. Um, what else did you notice, Katie? Like, what stood out to you? When you said it was nice, mm -hmm. why did you say that? Because you've been to way I mean, how many boxes have you been to? I don't know, probably less than 10. So, so then what, other than trying to get on Fern's good side? Yeah. <laughs> what? It's always the angle. What, um, what did you notice about Rife that made you say that? One of the first things I noticed was the green wall with the huge CrossFit right. One, the col that color green, um, I don't know why it was just very eye grabbing, but then the huge logo was really cool to see. But then two, there is the CR is everywhere. CrossFit right logo, like the little circle is all over the place. Um, but I really liked how it was, it was big and open, but it was also like a maze. Cause I didn't realize all the different, cause we walked in. That was what, why I asked the natural progression of when you come in, because entering through the garage, you can just walk around and I don't know, I, it gave the, um, the feeling like you could get lost in it. Like it was a labyrinth. You definitely could. Yeah, <laughs> you definitely could, which is why we control the entry points when people show up for the first time.
So what do you do to tell? Because yesterday when I went, we came in through the lobby. So what do you do to tell people? To in the sure? video. Like, so I, when I send them a video, I also tell them which door to come in. Ah. So then you're there waiting for them. Yep. Some, some other cool things from my perspective, and you probably picked up on it, Katie, was a lot of what we talk about in Affiliate U was in action there. I mean, one of the first things you see is the ambassador wall, yep. which we talk about, and it eases the new people's mind to know, oh, I got some, so I always refer to like your, your Sherpa. Right. Like someone's going to show up to your first class and help you through. Right. The retail space is great. I did, I did steal a baseball team. And when he says steal, that was an anchor statement. He did definitely <laughs> not pay for it. I gave you the hanger. Yeah. You got a nitro cold brew. Mm-hmm. That was cool. The um, towels. Towels. How the bikes and rowers are all set up and the skiers, everything is very organized. We'll make sure we spotlight all in the video, everything we're talking about. Mm-hmm. They're going to see. I'm going to walk through, point these out. Fern will be there, maybe talking about why he did those. When he, because some of this wasn't on day one. So. No, no, no. This has all been evolution. And most of it is to, is to solve a problem. Like that bike thing was really smart. And I saw yesterday your coach, Andy, was teaching a class that had bikes. Some people just stay, meaning they're basically black duct tape on the floor. So Mm -hmm. it doesn't stamp pop out. The bikes are within those rectangles. But if people move them, it's very easy for the coach to say, hey, can you put that bike back where it goes? No, people always put them back. Oh, yeah. yeah, But I mean, the coach just said, Andy, yesterday I heard him say, hey, if you moved a bike, just put it back in its spot. And that's the, that's the key word, put it back in its spot. Right. And we've talked about this before. Everything has a home. And there's a there's a very, once you see it, you're like, oh, shit, well, I haven't ever done that before. But you, if you just turn those 45, like parking spaces in a garage, they fit perfectly. And you can get them very tight. So there's 13 bikes over there in those two spots. Yeah. And you had, I think your rowers were on the wall. They're all mounted to the wall. The benches were on the wall. And benches are on so, the wall. And I think that's part of why it seems so spacious and open is really, other than the rig coming to the ground there's nothing on the ground well there, there's a reason nothing's on the ground so it's it is a it's a warehouse it's already dirty in air quotes right things on the floor collect dirt so as an affiliate owner i try to never have anything on the floor if you can keep things off the floor it's easier to keep the fa- the space clean anything that's on the floor it starts to collect dust behind it you know, like yeah, at the foot of it, like all that kind of stuff. And it just becomes, it becomes a nightmare, right? It's just really, really not really pleasing to the eye essentially. And, um, and it becomes, it becomes way, it takes way longer to clean. Well, and- now I got to pull everything out. I got to clean under things. I got to do all that stuff, but I don't have to do that because we just clean, we clean literally right to the wall with the exception of where the uh, ski ergs and the, and the mats are. But even with the ski ergs, I can pull those out and I can clean directly to the wall. Yeah. Like what? Five ski ergs? 10. 10? Mm-hmm. They just weren't all in the same spot. Then. There's five on one side and five on the other side. Yeah, okay. I didn't see those. And you had another area they can hang out basically on the floor. And that's where that sign says, like, you don't have to work out, but you can hang out or something. It says you don't have to work out to hang out. Yeah. And people were definitely hanging out there. Yeah. I mean, probably because I was working out. They were like they just were, fan grilling. Fan like, they were like, little people can work out. The, um, <laughs> But no, that, but that, it was, that was always the vibe, you know? So my, my, my vision was like, Hey, listen, if you want something cool, people are going to want to hang out there or you go to, you go to like a cool bar, a cool restaurant. Like people want to hang out there because the vibe is cool. Like yeah. when you walk in, you're like, Oh, this, this is like a friendly, cool vibe. Um, but also I was there all damn day. 
So I don't want to hang out in something that sucks. That's a really good point. That's a, you know, and the other thing I wanted to say about the equipment being on the wall, I think that's a mistake box owners make. Like you, you have rowers or boxes or bikes or whatever. It's like, we use them once every 10 days. Like, it's like the desktop on your computer. I always think it should be clean. You should be able to access what you need when you need it. Search function, have folders, et cetera. You, you wouldn't keep everything on your desktop and you shouldn't keep all of your equipment on your gym floor. It should be accessible for the, I mean, barbells, bumpers, and the ring are what gets used 80% of the time. Most of the time, but I mean, it, it, that depends, right? As you start to grow and you have more equipment and you have like larger class sizes, then you use the equipment more because you have to get a little bit more creative. So, I mean, it's it's endless. And the point is, it, the point is, you're 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 nothing exists in there just randomly. It was all it's there for a reason because it solved a problem by doing it that way. Where were the boxes? I was just yeah, I didn't see them. Tucked away. <laughs> no, it's just I was literally trying down to- by the roll of door where the wall balls are. But they're also black, so they just kind of fade into the wall. Are they soft or are they painted black? No, they're the soft boxes. Oh, look at this guy. That's the only way to go. I think if you're a box owner, you need – it is not – I think we've said this before. It is not worth the risk with hard boxes. You should have a couple. Hard boxes? Mm-hmm. Why, for competitors? No. I mean, no, because most of – if you're going to go to competition, you typically have that with a soft I box. Mean, but if you're going to do, thing, uh, do things like um, – um, why am I blanking like on box squats? Bo- no, you would actually want a box squat. So like if you've if you've ever seen videos of West Side, they will use a hard box with them, not like a pad on it. Um, I'm trying to think. There's a if you don't have the because we do have one, and now I'm blanking on what the machine is, but like the uh, belt squats. You have a belt squat there? It's on the weightlifting side. It's a great tool. Dude, I, I wish it's, it's a, I saw that. It's a it's a real estate monster, so it needs to fit the space, right? So, like, yeah. But if you don't have one of those, then two hard boxes you can do belt squats Great. with two hard boxes. And if you were going to do that on soft boxes, that would gets a little that gets a little sketch because yeah. while right. while they are dense and 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 rigid, they're not the same. They're not going to create they're not going to create the, the foot stability that you would need to do something like a belt squat. Which, by the way, you may think like, why would I ever need to replicate that injury? You have, right. you have a person with a back injury. Accessory programming, stuff like that, yeah. And you just get like a dip belt mm-hmm. where you would load up, stand them on two boxes. Have them load up. You know, you could, you could get heavy. with those. If you wanted to put like three 70-pound kettlebells on there, you're going to get up to 200 pounds on a belt squat. It's a pain in the ass. To set, not on the belt squat, mm-hmm. on, the, on the box. Version. On the boxes, yeah. But a belt squat, like I, I tried to convince Ross to let me get one for the garage. And it was just, the footprint is way too big. Way too big, it's huge. Yeah, for something you're going to use, like I was saying, once a week, it's not worth it. But it is something I want one day. It, it just happened to fit where we were going, and uh, we had a couple of weightlifters that had injuries. So Phil found one, and I bought it. It was used. I bought it off of some. You got a really nice garage gym. It's just getting rid of it. Um, and but we had that whole wall on the weightlifting side on the green side. So there's. It's ironic now because the jerk blocks get used every single day. But my YouTube channel was called Jerk Block Talk because we had jerk blocks that quite literally never got used ever for like years on end. That is one of the biggest wastes. It's, it's, it's an absolute waste of space. But if you come in our gym, they get they get used for hours. On but you have a, a full full weightlifting team, team yeah. right over there. So the um, but that the irony of that is funny to me now, like yes. looking back at it. But so we, I think there's four sets of blocks, and then we we got rid of one and put that there. 
Katie, do you ever uh, bell squat it? Mm -hmm. We might have to teach you tomorrow. Okay. We might have to make those legs, those You'll long legs. You'll be very legs underwhelmed work. at my yeah. squatting ability. Well, I was underwhelmed at your rope climbing ability <laughs> I know. today. Everything I did today was <laughs> underwhelming. Uh, except for, no, no, you're right. Yeah, everything. everything. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's good. You did carry my groceries. Yeah, I did do that. So you could pee for the hundredth time today. Do I pee a lot? Yep. You have a you have a good show, the smart, uh, the uh, bladder of a small child. I drink a lot. And if it, listen, and if anybody was wondering, I, I, it's very clear now that Jason is a huge dick. <laughs> <laughs> and by huge, I don't mean in stature. He's still very tiny. We we established that. Yeah, but you're kind of an asshole. Katie, Katie's words hurt, and she doesn't come <laughs> after you like she does me. That's because we're on the same team. You are. I'm afraid of this. I feel like there's yeah. a coup happening. Yeah, yeah. there is. So let, let, let me ask you a couple of questions. Was there anything we did not notice that you think, obviously we didn't notice the belt squat, uh, the, the organization of the boxes, but any other cool things that you've done purposely that you're not necessarily disappointed, but you'd be like, oh, I'm surprised you didn't pick up on that. Let's see if we could, I mean, let me throw, let's throw a couple more things that we noticed out there. To, I saw there's a washer dryer. Yeah. I, I love the new ad mats. We talked about that. Mm -hmm. Because um, I did Annie. Um, what else? The nitro. You have three different nitros on tap. The, one of them is a uh, swaps out between like a kombucha and like a tea. Okay, but but you could do three. Today there was in it. You could oh, was one of them kombucha or tea? One of them was a tea. Okay, but there's still three different drinks. There's three on flavors. Tap. There's three flavors. Um, there's that. Is it kind of the pad that's mounted to the wall? Does that control all of the sound and? Oh, yeah, so the iPad that's on yeah. the wall there controls all the music and, and the clocks. But that Andy was, cool. was able to control the music from his phone. That's Sonos. It must be Sonos. Correct, yeah. So you got that means you have a that's, – that's what's crazy. If you would walk into that gym, you would not think it's an expensive gym. That's, that's a way to put it, right? It's like but, – but to the, to the naked eye, a bell squat's expensive – to somebody that doesn't know what they're looking at. That's what I'm, If that's, somebody walks in there, they're just like, dude, we, we've hit $60,000 and we haven't even got past the cardio equipment yet. Yeah, no, that's like, that's, I think, kind of what I'm saying to people. It's like, it's it's sneaky, really, really cool shit. But, well, so here's- It's not sneaky, by the well, way. Well, it is kind of sneaky because of how organized it is, because everything's put away. So if you were, if we were to, if, and we could do it tomorrow, if you were to go through and look, and Cassidy and I were talking about this the other day, because we are getting a lot more equipment over the next couple of months. Um, if you were to look at the amount of equipment in there, it would start to not make sense how it all fits in there. Yeah, I agree with that. And, and, does, and, and, and every time we add stuff, it, so I have always have two goals. Number one is to continue- to either replace, upgrade, or or add more equipment while simultaneously getting back more space. So what are some ways you might do that? And I, I want to say, you talk about replacing equipment, your weightlifting room has like all comp plates. Mm -hmm. So that's one option. Maybe if you want to upgrade the bumper plates in the, in the main room, but I wouldn't say that's necessary. It, we do that for them because they compete on kilos. So we want them to be able to lift and, and like be comfortable with all that stuff because it's, it's a big deal. I mean, they just had over 20 people go to nationals and, um, you could, I'll give you some, Detroit. I, I want to hear what you have to say, but just throwing some ideas for weight for things that could be upgraded. You can upgrade your change plates. That's one thing I noticed. Right. They're like a lot of mix and matches versus maybe getting all the nice robe 
change plates, also 1.25s for people like me that want to be strong. Well, you just guaranteed that we'll never have 1.25s at the gym, so. I have, those, I have those in my garage, so whenever I look on Waterfly and see what the other people do, and I'm hitting the workout in my garage, like the strength. Are you the guy that calculates about, oh, yeah, but I have these collars. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, I don't, put, yeah. I don't ever have the collars, but I will yeah. throw on the one and a quarter to be Randy. Um, but I think he does the same for me. <laughs> Fuck you, Randy. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, but stuff like that, I don't care. It's like five pounds is five pounds, 300 pounds is 300 pounds. I agree, and I think that's part of what's cool about it. Like, you, you know me, I'm not, I'm not rigid at all. I'm very flexible. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So whether Mr. Flexible. Some people will like, oh, I need this specific plate to match the other specific plate. And I like that feel of like, no, you don't. Like, let's just lift it. Like, that's what CrossFit was. Uh, you know, I'm a slam ball, go get yourself a basketball, fill it with sand. Like, well, so there's a, there's a time and a place for all of that, which is, now here's where you should, I, this is my personal opinion, and some people will be butthurt about it, but the, if you think that buying equipment is going to improve your, your business and your gym, that's just inaccurate. It's not going to. There, there's zero ROI on that. However, as you start to grow, you should reinvest in it because that will start to return as you start to really figure out like flow, sales process, referral programs. Having nice things and continuing upgrade is, is woven into all of that. So that when people come to the gym who are CrossFitters, they walk in and they see you know, 10 skiers, 15 bikes or 15 rowers, 13 bikes, five air runners. They're just like, Oh shit. Like this is legit. But that didn't, that's not where I started. Right. You can't, you can't start there because you, you would drown under and you wouldn't know how to use it. You wouldn't know how to store it. You wouldn't be very good at programming it. It would just be something that was, you know, looked cool. But I think you have to clarify some of the things you have there do in fact have an ROI, that belt squat, for example. If you can say to somebody, hey, you hurt your back, I've got something for you, it's okay, you're gonna squat, now they're gonna stay a member. Or maybe they come in because of that, or soft boxes, like some things thing, like that. Yeah, some things, some things I will tell you become more and more necessary. Oh. The, the upgrading of change plates is insignificant. Well, before I was going to sneeze there, with the, uh, what I was going to say is some things, some of those things become more pertinent and more necessary as the number of people grow, mm -hmm. right? So if we have, I think we have 60 weightlifters in there. That's a lot of weightlifters. At some point, oh, weightlifters are going to have, yeah, no, today was like super, dude, normal, normally Saturdays is like a circus. And there was, was a little girl lifting more than me. Oh no, that was uh oh my god, I forget her name. But she um no, so I did her she level did one. I did her level one and then no the mom. I did her I did the mom's level one and then um two two of her kids do the youth strength conditioning, but her daughter's a gymnast as well. She did a strict bar muscle. Yeah. <laughs> She's eight. It was um, crazy. Yeah. And I, and she didn't lift more than me. She was lifting an empty bar, but her form was freaking solid. We have quite a few of those, and when you watch them lift, you're like, that's really cool to see. But but my point with all of that is that you, you, you sh I don't ever think you should start there. Those are novelty items yes. that become necessary when you have, when you have specialty things going on, when you, when you just have a lot of moving parts and you're like, I can solve this problem now on the front end, you should just figure out other creative ways to solve the problem. Well, our, our rule is typically, unless you have enough to program it for the class, right? Don't buy it. But, but obviously you're not going to 10 belt squats right. or but that's not, 
that's not something you would have right. in, in a training. Well, I was going to say, or it's equipment to solve that problem. Right. If someone gets hurt or, I don't know, another example, you know, you want to entice a reverse people to hyper. come in. Yeah. Do you want to help people heal their lower back? Yeah. Like, yeah. You we had one. I got rid of it. I might get another one. I think that would fit well in that Olympic room. I think get the belt squad, get a reverse hybrid. Where were the GHDs? There's, see, you see this? I'm trying to this think, is like, good, right? do you remember, like, let's play, uh, let's play, like, the memory game. Do you remember where the GHDs were? I'm thinking, the only place they could have been was the room where, like, the ab mats were by the washer-dryer area. Is that where they were? No. You don't have any GH. They're on the ceiling. Two. They're on, you only have two GHDs? Mm -hmm. That's, that's surprising for how big the place is. But I guess that makes sense. You don't have... So you're using them almost exclusively as auxiliary. Work. Correct. And if we do pull both of them out, then we'll start to really, really kind of weed out who's going to be using them for work and who's not. Would you say most of your CrossFit members around the world, not just at Rife, never need to be on a GHD? Uh, never is a strong word. It's a fantastic tool. I don't, I, this is probably where I disagree with Coach Glassman that I, he's like, every gym should have like fleets of these. I'm like, mm, I don't know about that. There's a lot of ways to create midline stability. GHD is probably top of the heap. But like, without the risk of, without right, the risk. Or without, without the risk. Um, there's a lot of ways to do it. They're just the, what you lose in square footage by having that many is not worth it in my mind. Right. That's a different like assessment right. of floor spacing. I, I agree. There was a time I think I had six, at all, but maybe even more. And it's just like- I had five at one point. Yeah, it's just taking up too much space. Yeah. And I, my space wasn't nearly as big as yours. So going back to the question, is there anything we didn't notice? And, and we haven't done our video yet, so you'll show us tomorrow, but anything we didn't pick up on that you're upset about? No, I don't think so. Not upset, but then you're like, oh man, I'm surprised you didn't notice the um, naked picture of me in my office. I'm surprised you didn't uh, notice make that. Make a yeah. picture of you yeah. in my office. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't think so. Um, but this for you. I, like, oh, we didn't even talk about you have a cryo. Yeah, that's a nightmare. That's a long story. But I mean, it's yeah, but it, it's cool that you have it. Yeah. Is it? It's it's <laughs> it's problematic. I'll tell you that. It's like if that's a riddle to be solved. Yeah. It's it's here's what I was anybody's thinking about doing. It is not. I got a cryo and we made a million dollars. That is that is that run off nitrogen or something? Is that why liquid nitrogen? Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. There's a lot. There's logistical issues. There's there's sales issues. There's sales flow issues. There there's there's a lot of there's integration issues. There's a lot of things coming up. Okay. So is that the thing at the box that you would change? You would get rid of it? I would do it in a different order. I wouldn't have been, I would have not have. It, and that was a repurpose from a, from a failed endeavor of doing something else. But you have the sauna. The sauna is good. I think every gym should get a sauna. I, I, I wanted to go in today. We didn't have time, but yeah, a sauna is. You shouldn't do it at the expense of, of square footage, but like it's a, it's a huge value add. Yeah, but you're not, yeah, for you, you're not really taking any floor space. Or any, no, that was Meaningful an office. That was a, that was a, that was a, an unnecessary office than it was before. So, but we're, it's an evolution, right? I think it's an always an evolution. I'm, I'm constantly, like the number of times I've rearranged that gym in 12 years, I just stopped counting five years ago. I'm constantly moving things. And like, if you, if you want to see, you should always be looking at where do people congregate? What do they do? 
just like you should just be a people watcher and just like watch what people do, watch what their interactions are. What is the vibe? Like if we put this over here, how does that change people? How does that change foot traffic? Like we've put things in, in, in a spot where we thought it made sense and it created major traffic problems because people had to go across uh, or do weird stuff like that. So we've slowly ironed all those out, but you, those are things you don't know until you do it. You, it's an accident and you're like, oh shit, this is a problem. We have to move that again. Um, and we have some pretty significant changes that will come over the next year. And there we're going to, we're going to do a little rearranging and pretty extensive. I think we did the math the other day. I think 30,000 puts us at like, we're done. Equipment. $30,000. You're going to spend shekels, shekels. Pesos. You're going to Bitcoin. You're going to, uh, you're going to spend another 30 grand on equipment in the next, by the end of the year. No, 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 not by the end of the year. We'll probably spend. But, in, but you're saying just in general at that point. 2022, we, have, we will probably have spent around three. Right, because there, there comes a point where it's like, there's no sense in buying more equipment because we can't house the members to support more. Right, and, and that is based on that, right? It's just like, hey, we're going to be doing. And so then you're starting to get in, again, more novelty things, but these are the things that people notice, right? This is like, you know, something like fully stocked weight vests. Right, and organized. I mean, organized, like, hung, all that kind of stuff, like enough sleds to do sleds a, a good one, especially right. in Virginia. You know, I would say, again, something like no more bumpers, but complaints. Like that's right, just maybe a, a full fleet of could. custom barbells, if right? Were, things like that, where it's just like, Hey, like, we're like, what are we going to do now? Like, what's the next thing? It's like, Oh, now we have to start to get like fancy. That's what it is. Right. I mean, your kettlebells are a little outdated. I, I didn't really examine them, but they're, they're used. You can tell they've been used. Yeah. They're 12 years old. Yeah. But if I, it was like Brewster's millions. You remember that movie? Yeah. No. You never Richard Pryor, John Candy. Oh yeah, yeah, and he yeah, had yeah. to spend. Yeah. Is yeah. If yeah. I had to do that's like that would be like that scenario. Like I have right. to spend this money. Calm plates. Right. You know maybe like the fancy on it kettlebells, like right. the gorilla faces, like that cool stuff. Yeah, but they're 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 again they're, that's an order of operations yeah. issue. It's unnecessary, like, but it's cool. Right, and it's and you get to the point when you can do that. There's then there's you should you should have a very honest debate. Is like should I? Like just because I can doesn't mean that I should. Are you better off putting that money to your coaching staff? Right. You have right. all these awesome meetings for your coaches. All right. these that kind of stuff. So, uh, uh, you know, here's the goal: you should you should do both. Yeah. You know, you you want to keep pushing until you're like, we can do whatever we want to, and that in turn creates a vibe. That in turn creates a level of expertise that is really hard to match. That creates uh, something that people want to be a part of, which was always the goal. People clearly like being there, and and. I want to wrap this up because we have to get over to uh, uh, formerly young Jess. Yeah. But I, I took her job. Katie yeah, stole her job right up from underneath she, there. She's unhappy about it. Um, but this I is, think we should. This is actually just, this is a plot where Jess murders Katie. So she's like, I got it. I get her, get, get her job. I'm back. turning it around on all of you guys because yeah. I'm going to take over. Katie's going to maybe taste her salmon tonight before she yeah, eats taste it. This. <laughs> does, this, does this taste like cyanide? <laughs> but I, I, I think we should have a, this, we can continue this for the next two episodes. I want to talk to you about how now do you make sure the culture that you've created passes down amongst your coaching staff? Mm -hmm. And then also the third episode how do you, you pass that down to your members? Because the members ultimately are the ones that are sharing that with the other members. You can only, there's one of you, there's maybe eight to 12 on your staff, 
but there's hundreds of members. Right. So ultimately the members are the one that have to be sharing the vibe and the culture forward. So I think the next two episodes that we do, let's continue this chat on culture, culture week, if you will, Katie. And let's, let's. Is this like shark week? <laughs> you, you're not allowed to say shark week. Why not? Oh, I thought that was a. Oh, is that throw a pop? Okay. I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to get canceled. <laughs> I, don't, I don't want to get canceled. Katie, anything else you want to add? Uh, no, but something that people do message, and you guys asked me this question too, is uh, what it's like being with you guys in person. Um, and truly, who you guys are on the podcast is exactly who you are in real life. I'm funny really? and good looking is what you're trying to say? No. And is grumpy all the time. <laughs> Yes. How about this, Katie? <laughs> let's let's flip the script a little bit. Uh-oh. Who's needing the most downtime today? Who's oh, today? I, so I took a nap. I didn't even take a nap. I laid down, which is the first nap four I've taken. Four hours. Four hours. <laughs> he had like two calls. I spoke to my dad. I spoke to some clients. Yeah. Yeah, and it was it was like maybe an hour. The um, that's like the first nap I've taken in eight years. I can see that your yeah. kids are crazy. And hopefully, my wife won't listen to this podcast because then she's gonna kill me. Yeah. Well, we're gonna go <laughs> then you'll some. be dead. She was like, "Oh, you were working, huh?" It's, it's napping a, at the best hour home. I see. But we're gonna go spend some time with those crazy kids. Yeah, I'm excited. It's it is, but yeah, no, it was it was cool to hear that from you, Katie, because we are who we are. I guess unapologetic, unapologetically. Yep. Who we are. Yeah. Was any anything you noticed specific? About what? Yeah. Us? Anything? Um, because I, I asked you that, but did anything stand out other other, other than Fern is pretty small? Yeah, Fern is smaller than I thought. You're about average, like the, the size I thought. Um, you're uh, <laughs> you're you're more like neurotic than I. Am I? <laughs> what is something that I did that was neurotic? No, I need like virtually everything that you do is neurotic. You have a, you have a neurotic personality. Well, just spending more like actually being in person with you guys. You know, you learn who you are as people, and it's who you are as people very much comes through on the podcast. But it's different seeing and listening versus actually physically being in person with you two. Hold on, I gotta go wash my hands. <laughs> and I gotta go flip on my lights. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I gotta get exactly. my gallon of water. Yeah. I need to drink my bone broth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, she got me. She's right. <laughs> I can't eat for tw- it's gotta be exactly yeah, 20, 20 hours. hours. <laughs> I'm still, I'm, I'm outside of my fasting right now. Yeah. Somebody stop this. <laughs> I, don't have the, I don't have the stop button today. <laughs> you gotta stop it. All right, we will continue Culture Week mm-hmm. on the next episode. So you never miss an episode of the podcast. Subscribe to our YouTube channel and on all major podcasting platforms at best hour of their day. Thank you so much for tuning in and for being a part of the best hour of our day. See you next time. You've heard me talk about it before and I'm truly not joking. I'm being 100% genuine. I love Doc Spartan products. I use it every day. I talk about the Sex Panther beard balm. That's literally what is in my beard right now. And I use all of the scrubs. My favorite being the coffee scrub, just in the shower, gives you the tingles, gives you the feels. I love it. And there's so many other great products. I use their deodorant. I've used their hand care when I've had tears. Just check them out. It's veteran owned, you know, guy that was in the military serving our country, Dale. 
I got to know him over the years and he's just a great dude. And I started buying his products and he reached out to me and said, Hey, we want to support the show and we appreciate it. And I just want you guys to not only support Doc Spartan and Dale, but also reap the benefits. If you want to be sexy like me, then you want to check out Doc Spartan products, 15% off with the code best hour. That's best hour for 15% off anything at their website, docspartan.com. Check out the coffee scrub and definitely check out the beard balm. And ladies, there's stuff for you too. So head on over to docspartan.com, use the code best hour and save 15%. You started your business to help others. Somewhere along the way, you lost the capability of doing it on your own. Imagine how much different your business would be with an extra $10,000. Would you pay your rent? Would you buy new equipment? Would you pay your coaches more? Would you pay yourself? What if you could do that and donate to others? We started our business to help you. Finally, a, a payment solution for the micro gym space. We are proud to introduce you to WheelPay, a platform that allows you to both save money and be generous. With giving partners like The Phoenix, the Navy SEAL Foundation, the Green Beret Project, and other charitable organizations, you can trust that your donations will make a massive difference in the lives of others. Saving has never been easier. Giving has never been easier. Pay better. Do better. We'll pay.